Trudeau, you will see. Justin Trudeau, you will see. Palestine will be free. Palestine will be free. Palestine will be free. A clip from global journalist Amar Khan attending the protests in the streets of Toronto just yesterday. Amar noting there's likely around four to 5,000 people in the streets of downtown Toronto marching up University Avenue and calling for what you just heard there, calling for the ceasefire earlier on in the program, playing those clips from Hillary Clinton speaking at a public event saying, you got to understand what a ceasefire means. It means Hamas gets the opportunity to amass more weaponry for them to just do another October 7th attack, which is why she doesn't support the ceasefire and doesn't see it in the cards for President Biden to call for it. And why I don't think you're going to see Justin Trudeau call for it as much as he is calling for things like human humanitarian corridors and, and getting aid for Palestinian children and civilians caught in all of this. Things are ratcheting up on the other side of the world. They're ratcheting up here in Canada as well. A lot of the protests on the streets are, well, the rhetoric is heating up. People are seeing a couple Hamas flags here and there, which is very different than a than a Palestinian flag. And those clips I was playing earlier, they're pretty long. I, I'm not going to do it right now. We'll do it when we come back on the next block because I want to get your calls. I want to get your text messages. But an activist taking to the podium at a Vancouver rally saying, hey, October 7th attacks were good things. They were resistance. By the way, this is the whole, in case you're confused about what I mean by October 7th attacks, that was the going and abducting babies and grandmothers to hold them hostage. And if you're not abducting them, you are murdering them. You are just doing unspeakable things to them. This is apparently portrayed in a positive light, and he calls for similar quote-unquote resistance here in Canada. This is going viral on social media. People are saying RCMP, Vancouver Police, where are you? This is a guy who wants terror attacks on Canadian soil. And I'm hearing it from a lot of people, my Jewish friends texting me, uh, calling me, saying they fear that things are going to get worse before they get better. Lots of scenes unfolding in the streets of Toronto, of course, as well, including one protest that happened at Queen's Park where a smaller number of uh, pro-Israeli and Iranian allies of Israel showing up at Queen's Park and then those thousands of Palestinian protesters seemingly wanting to meet them for something of a showdown, although that did not materialize, thankfully. What we did get, though, was a Toronto Sun journalist being assaulted, one of my former colleagues when I was there being assaulted by a crowd saying, Hey, you work for the Zionist publication, the Jewish publication. And basically that person pushed around, shoved around and run out of the protest. Joe Warmington posting on Twitter saying, if anybody has a video of this incident to reach out to him, one person who was on the ground for the protest yesterday and has been attentive to what's going on uh, downtown throughout this all, because it is a writing that he represents as an MP is Kevin Vong, the independent MP for Spadina, Fort York. Kevin joins us now. Good morning. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me, Anthony. Yeah, how are you doing today, Kevin? I'm doing okay. Um, I was just on the phone with e, one of the Jewish mothers that were there on the ground with us at Queen's Park, and she was physically assaulted yesterday. She was punched. She was holding a kidnapped poster of a friend of her daughter's. Um, my Shem. And I want to say her name because whoever assaulted her ripped that poster from her, ripped it in half, and took the Canada flag that she was holding, threw it on the ground, and stomped on it. And this happened in Toronto. It's shameful, Anthony. 
So a woman punched, Canada flag taken from her, stepped on. Can you tell me more details about the incident, Kevin, if there was police nearby, how they responded? Yeah, so when she left our rally, um, what was happening was the counter-protesters uh, of, you know, four or 5,000 were, were approaching ours. I can tell you, I was, I was the last speaker. I was supposed to wrap it up. And I could feel the anxiety and I, I think potentially even the fear coming from the police officers that were there with us. And they were worried for our safety and probably for theirs too, because it would have been their duty to, to step up and, and try to keep everyone safe. And so I was very quick with my remarks. And what happened afterwards was um, this particular individual, she, she, want, she told me that she wanted to hear the other side. So she walked through uh, allegedly two police lines and, and it was obvious that she wasn't threatening in any way. And she, she stood and listened to what the pro-Palestinian protesters were saying as they were marching by. And along the way, I guess, some of those protesters saw her, saw that she was holding the kidnap poster of her daughter's friend, my Shem, who was kidnapped on October 7th for the heinous crime of enjoying a music festival, for enjoying a music festival, Anthony. And... And they attacked her. They physically assaulted her. And that's, that's not our Toronto. Everyone has a right to peaceful protest. But what no one has a right to do is assault someone that you disagree with. Kevin, what's your sense of what's going on on the ground in the community you represent now? I know a lot of these people are obviously not living in the writing. They're coming downtown because your writing includes a, a lot of places where people want to protest uh, government facilities, embassies, consulates, and all that that sort of stuff. But you're you're not just someone interested in the broader issues, but this this is your neighborhood. I know you're speaking to the owners of Cafe Landwer. What are your concerns moving forward? I'm, I'm concerned about escalation. Uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have seen what happened in Russia, where, where people were, were targeting a flight uh, coming in from Tel Aviv um, because, you know, they thought there might have been Jews on there. Um, the fact that a Jewish-owned business in my riding, Cafe Land, was, was targeted for no other reason than the fact that it was owned by a Jew. People are, I think, rightfully scared about escalation. To hear of, of someone advocating now for what happened abroad to happen in Canada is disgusting and repulsive. And that's why on Friday, I called for the federal government to, to ensure that our hate laws are being upheld. Why Do you think are they, they are, though? It doesn't seem they are. No, not at all. Um, you know, and, and there's a role for, for the Attorney General of Canada to, to inform his provincial counterparts if he's of the view a hate crime has been committed. And it seems like they need an education, that they don't know, you know, Section 318, advocating genocide, Section 319.1, public incitement of hatred, and Section 319.2, the willful promotion of hatred. And I think what we're seeing crosses into hate crimes. Our guest is Kevin Vong, independent MP for Spadina, Fort York. Kevin, have we heard enough from other politicians? You're here on the program speaking pretty unequivocally. I know Toronto Mayor Olivia Chow she initially, well, she initially put out this sort of both sides statement very soon after the October 7th attacks, and then 
She retracted that, sort of half apologized, put out a very strong statement saying uh, no pro-Hamas sentiment, no pro-Hamas rallies will be tolerated. Okay, fine. And things were a little subdued. But but since then, we've seen uh, the energy in the streets ratchet up and arguably there is pro-Hamas sentiment out there, the very stuff that Mayor Chow said she would not tolerate. And yet we have not heard from her since then. And there are a number of politicians who we've heard uh, only, I think, lukewarm from. So, Anthony, in Toronto, we have 25 members of parliament, 25 members of provincial parliament, 25 city councillors, not including the mayor. And unfortunately, of the 76 elected representatives for our city, I could probably count on a hand, on two hands, how many have actually stood up. There is no moral equivalence between a terrorist group and, and a state that has been attacked and their right to defend themselves. None of us, I think anyone, wants to see more innocent lives lost. But in order for a ceasefire to be possible, hostages need to be released, including my Shem. There are over 200 people. You, you were talking about it. Grandmothers, babies, daughters, people who did nothing and, and were kidnapped and are now being held hostage. They must be released. Kevin, what do we need to do to keep the peace on the streets of Toronto? Because I, I didn't, I told the story about the post-media reporter being assaulted. I did not know about the story of the lady you were speaking with on the weekend, her being assaulted, punched by pro-Palestinian protesters. Again, it feels like things are ratcheting up. How do we deal with this? Well, like I said, Anthony, I had called for the, for the federal government to act. There, there are hate laws for a reason. It, and the federal government had enacted hate propaganda legislation and placed it into the criminal code. So why isn't this being enforced? There is a role not only for my colleagues on the government benches and frankly at all orders of government to step up and, and condemn what we're seeing, but also to ensure that they are advocating for action as well. Right. And and the fact that they continue to be silent at this time, silence is complicity. And I don't know what it's going to take. Does someone have to get really hurt before they finally step up and act? Silence is complicity. There you have it. Kevin Vong, thank you very much for joining us on the program today to tell us what you saw yesterday on the ground. Anthony, thank you very much for having me. And I, and I want to reassure my friends in the Jewish community that you are not alone, that I stand with you. Kevin Vong, Independent MP for Spadina, Fort York.